Yeah. So we saw Ladybird yeah. um, at the BFI. Yeah. Um, where we are now. And um, I have to admit that I don't know what I thought about it because you mm. were so enraged <laughs> <laughs> next to me <laughs> that I was unable to think <laughs> or remember who I was. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and, there, and there I was thinking that I was, like, keeping it together. Yeah, I, no, 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 I can really feel how... <laughs> and anger. The, the, I have to tell an anecdote of, of you of, of you in oh, this God. film, which um, it kind of repeats a, an anecdote from my earlier times at the, at the BFI. When I was about... When I, when I was about uh, something like 21... Yeah. I came to see uh, the original Cape Fear oh, with my friend Tom, my friend from school, yeah. who I still see very occasionally, but don't see enough. Sorry, Tom. If we should go for a drink. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we, we went to see it, and I love that film. Absolutely Great adorable. film. And there was a film, there was a scene quite, quite early on where um, where Gregory Peck's coming home from work, and his daughter <laughs> runs up to him, and she goes, Daddy, you're four minutes late. <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, Never tell a woman to tell the time. She'll only use it against you. And Tom went... <laughs> in a silent cinema. No one else thought that was funny. Everyone else rightly thought that was very sexist. Oh my God. And it made me jump. made everyone around us jump. <laughs> and so funny. You, you having stubbornly sat po face through all of the all of the jokes in Ladybird and all of the bits where the rest of the cinema, you know, just oblige and laugh. There's a bit where they they're playing like a Justin Timberlake song or something, and Mary just goes starts just pissing herself with laughter. Oh my god, that's so funny! It wasn't the bit you're supposed to laugh at. Oh my god. And that's the I only love... bit that elicited a, even a smile from you. Because <laughs> even I was as I was laughing at that moment, I was thinking, no one else is gonna think this is funny. For some reason it really it really tickled me. Yeah. And I was like, this is this is absurd. Why I do think I think this is so funny? Because you were so angry. You know, sometimes <laughs> when you're really tense, something will make you laugh and you won't be able to stop. I think it was like that. I think so. That's so funny. <laughs> It was a very weird screening. It was packed. It was really packed. Yeah. Um, that film got a lot of marketing. Yes, it did. Yeah. Yes, it did. And I mean, I I don't want to peddle conspira- conspiracy theories on oh, our podcast, God. but uh, I kept on seeing on various like, like film platforms that the only reason why it was getting as much attention as it was was because... Greta Gerwig, the director, um, well, the writer and director, that she um, had been very sort of cleverly um, sort of strategizing around the campaign of the film and even paying, allegedly, uh, paying um, film critics to write positive reviews of it. Mm -hmm. And when I kept seeing that pop up in various kind of forums, I thought, in a way, I can see how that could be the case because, frankly, I... You know, and, and I mean, of course, it goes without saying that I want to see many more female directors, female writers, so much to talk, you know, at every level of filmmaking, I want to see uh, a, a kind of golden age of women filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That goes without question. But the, but the criteria should be that they should be talented. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry, but I just feel like, because I kept on seeing these articles about Greta and how... 
you know, she's the she's the voice of female filmmakers and female audiences who loves film. And it's like, no, you know. I'm, I, well, that's insulting because you would never just for the fact exactly. that you would never ever have anyone be referred to as the voice as the you know the voice of male filmmakers. Exactly, everywhere. that itself it is. is sexist. And I don't hate Greta as much as you do. Oh. I in fact don't hate her at all. I really, I quite like her. Um, I, I quite like her. She says, shrink, pulling her chair away from Mary. Like, um, <laughs> um, and I didn't hate. I didn't hate no, the no, film. No, sure. I felt that it was not. I felt. I felt that it was a first film. Yeah, you know, yeah, I felt yeah. it was a bit. For all the jokes were very obvious. Um, there was there was nothing in it that remotely surprised me. Yeah, yeah. Where it went, be it plot or visual or anything, mm. nothing nothing took me by surprise at all. Yeah. Um, having said that, I've been thinking about it and thinking about it, and yeah, you know, my younger sister went to see it and she really liked it. Yeah. And I do think that, and I was, you know, thinking back to when I was younger and the kind of films that I thought were brilliant. You know, films like Igby Goes Down. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, the, I, well, not me, but my friends really like the butterfly effect and stuff oh. like that, you know. And I do think there is something to be, you know, even Romeo and Michelle, yeah. Jawbreaker, yeah. You know, which I still think is a really good film. Yeah. But, you know, if that film, and, and now there is, there is no teen film. Mm. We have to call it a coming of age film. Yeah. And it has to be marketed uh, towards winning an Oscar. And if only you could have that, if only you could have a film that is a teen film and sure. those teenagers go to see it, I think that and would be an amazing experience. And it doesn't have to be that experience. serious. Like, it, it doesn't, doesn't have, have to be, like, be... The Fault in Our Stars or something like that. Exactly. Like, no one it has to be dying be... of cancer. Exactly. I wish, you <laughs> yeah. know, they I, could I know just what you market coming-of-age films to a young audience <laughs> and there could be teen movies. And then it would be really successful because yeah. I think that film, if you, if I was a 15-year-old girl, I would love that film. Yeah. I would love it. I would think, you know, she was a really inspiring character. Yeah. I would be really emotional about it yeah but and there are bits in it that I liked you know yeah. I really liked yeah. the bit at the end where that guy was saying all your music is great oh yeah hits. yeah and she was like yeah it's they're the greatest <laughs> and I really you know I love that that's you know because I've had because we've a talked lot about this before explaining to me about yeah, music recently mansplaining and, and particularly with music yeah. there's this weird thing yeah I totally I totally get that and in a way I wondered myself I mean I, I do totally take on board what you're saying here and uh I think my reaction to it was more, I was just, in in a way, incredulous that uh, Anna Biller wasn't even recognized for The Love Witch, mm-hmm. which is a notor- that's a notorious film. Like, that is, you know, she was involved at every level of it, costume, makeup, set design, etc., etc., etc. And... I, you know, and I just I, maybe it's more the tokenism issue as well, like how she people keep referring to her as, you know, uh, the, the sort of as some sort of uh, poster woman for women filmmakers, and I just think that that's nonsense. You know, we we shouldn't just be uh, just because she happens to be a woman. Uh, it doesn't. It it should kind of almost mean nothing. And the the first question is, is this a great film? Mm-hmm. And and you know, my answer to that. I guess coming from, um, and I do, I see your point about life stages and stuff coming, um, you know, um, speaking as a 39 year old woman, I just felt like it was just, I don't know, very poor. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how else to say it. But if it, yeah. And if it had been anyone yeah. else's first film, it would have gone under the radar in that way that all of the other first exactly. films that we see go under the radar. Exactly. Revenge and I'm um, not a witch and, 
dreams of a life and all of you know all of these first films yeah and that's fine because that is you know that is your ratcatcher yeah Yeah. um what was what was um is Fish Tank Andrea Arnold's? No, Red Road. Red, Red Road. Road, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, such a good film. Such, such a good, good first film. film. But, My you God. Know, but, yeah. And I think maybe it's something to, well, in this, I mean, I think I'm naming a lot of British directors, and in yeah. this country, you can, you know, you can release a film to not too much fanfare. Mm. And that's how it should be for first filmmakers. Yeah. yeah. And so, in a way, I feel. The development well, I mean, of artistry. It sounds like she brought it on herself, but I do feel for Greta Gerwig releasing her first film, you know, in Hollywood, where mm. every film has to make so much money. That's and true. Be There's a lot of so, pressure. Yeah, and be talked about so much. Yeah. And maybe you would feel the pressure to yeah. to pay for positive reviews. Yeah, yeah. But you know, or but you don't have you don't have to. I don't know. You don't have to do that. You could just make mm. your film mm. and then. Yeah, it, I think it's about finding your voice mm. and and. Uh, I guess also what kind of frustrated me is because is that when I was watching Lady Bird, I, I actually really love Saoirse Ronan as mm-hmm. a performer. I've, I've seen almost everything she's done. Did you ever see a film called Hannah? She was yeah, like, I really like Hannah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. She was amazing. I hate the lovely bones, though. I hate oh, the yeah, book. I yeah. hate the film. Yeah. I hate everything about that yeah. entire I debacle. <laughs> yeah. And she was so young in that yeah, as well. Yeah, she was really young. Yeah, it's so true. But actually, she was also in, more recently, she was in uh, Brooklyn. Uh, I haven't seen that. Which is a great film. Brooklyn is an amazing film. The whole thing is fantastic. All the performers are great. Saoirse, actually, I think that's her best performance. I'm not saying a lot, because she's done a lot of great stuff. And I just hated the fact that, you know, in a way that recognition had to come with this, which I felt was just the recognition for Lady Bird seemed a bit cynical. But um, but maybe, yeah, I was kind of going in with a lot of baggage yeah, for this film. I could, like, I know. You know, like I had a lot of issues. <laughs> and then like really kind of very conflicted going in. But um, for some reason, actually, you know, I have to say, I really related to the, uh, is it the Timothy Chalamet? character yeah that really um surprised me because i think you were just i think it's partly because you were so angry but you said <laughs> there's that bit where she's you know she's done something to upset her and he says well you know like people are you know fighting wars and things and i and you were like yeah good point and i was like she's so mean he's so mean and she's being they're, they're both being so mean <laughs> i don't know why but i really loved that line, <laughs> so how he brought up, I know, <laughs> it's so horrible, and yet, and I was like, yeah, you know, um, because they kept on seeing these images of airstrikes, it was obviously happening at that time, they had just uh, launched the Iraq war, mm. and um, and I guess he's, he seemed such a, like such a nihilist in that film, and I guess I kind of, I don't know, I, I feel like I related to, to him, except he was way more zen than me, I was freaking <laughs> raging. I was a really angry nihilist. I was in a real nihilist then because I couldn't just let go. Yeah. He was staring into the abyss and saying, "Oh well, you know." Um, yes. But he was. But he was also very, uh, in a way. Um, I don't know. There was something about him because I also ended up kind of researching a little bit about how how uh, Greta Gerwig got them to uh, enter into their roles mm-hmm. and stuff. And one thing that I do appreciate is that she assigned them these different books. Um, 
I can't remember now what they were all assigned, but they were sort of like uh, post-feminist sort of um, sociological works and stuff. And they all had to read everything. So they were coming into these characters with that kind of knowledge base. And that, I do appreciate that. That is amazing. Yeah. It's really interesting. I can appreciate scholarly direction, like film direction, and say, hey, you know, you're not just, you're not just like a, a dancing monkey as an actor. You're, you know, you're coming to this with a little bit of enrichment. We're mm -hmm. going to give you, <laughs> sort of like beef up your knowledge base. Yeah. Um, and I like that. I think that, that actually is a great tactic. And that if is I, nice. If I were a director, I would probably do something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I have been reading a lot about, you know, the methods with which people direct. Because mm. we are doing it. We're thinking about that and talking about that a lot recently. Yeah. And I saw a film called Always Shine. Oh, God, that's a great film. It's such a good film. I saw, And I oh saw it because God. I listened to the director, whose name I can't remember. I can't remember his name. Um, it's a woman. And, oh, um, what a great film. It's a really great film. And she was on another podcast called Switchblade Sisters, which oh, I really yeah. like, where a, a sort of director will come and talk about, a sort of director or actress or producer will come and talk about a genre film. Yeah. And it's always women. And um, I listened to that and then I went and watched a film. Oh, wow. And, you know, she said they all, you know, the whole cast and all the, all the, you know, all the cast went and stayed in Big Sur during mm -hmm. the shoot and they all lived together in a house. Mm. And... It just sounds like this really nurturing, wonderful way of making a film. And, you know, and I she's that. a female director, first time director. Her husband's, you know, directed other films and gets, you know, has had a bit more recognition. Mm. She said she was paying for the film on a credit card by the end of really? the shoot because women don't get any money to direct films. You oh, know, but that's shameful. That film should have received funding, it should have been absolutely receiving the best marketing. Yeah, but it didn't. But it's a travesty to me. That, yeah, and that is something, you know, that's when you think about a, a really, really good first film like that. Oh my gosh. And then a first film like this. I know. It is a shame. But There's it is, a huge it's discrepancy. Just, it's a huge discrepancy, and I'm not saying it doesn't matter, but it does happen. And yeah. It will yeah, always happen, yeah, you know? Yeah. There is the main, you know, the mainstream, and yeah. there is the independent, and yeah. the, it's just the scales are not balanced but, but did you see um did, did, did you did you have Sophia Takal oh is that oh, oh well done well remembered thank god for that <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've googled her so much in oh. the last couple of weeks and yeah. I read a really nice article where she sort of described the whole process of making that film wow it's really yeah oh thank god for that because one of the female performers in that is um I, now I can't remember her her name but she she was did you did you see Blade Runner twenty forty nine? I haven't seen that yet. Because she's in that Mackenzie something. Yes. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mackenzie. I want to say Davis, but I feel like I'm making it up. Yeah, yeah. It's Mackenzie. definitely Mackenzie. Mm. Um, and I I'm interested in this in this actress. She's she seems amazing to me. Like so far, everything I've seen her in, she's she's been a scene stealer. She's extremely magnetic and charismatic on the screen. Very very talented. Um, so I'm excited to see what else she appears in, but, oh my God, that film, it, it just, I, I don't even remember. I think I saw the trailer somewhere mm -hmm. randomly. I'm like, cause I, I continuously, um, like refresh the page of, uh, Apple, Apple trailers yeah, I know. always <laughs> on there. <laughs> so, it's so funny. And I saw the trailer for that there and I thought. I know I'm going to love this. Mm -hmm. And I rarely have that conviction, and then it turned out to be true. Such a gift. So, um, yeah, great film. Mm -hmm. um, 
It reminded me of Starry Eyes a little bit. Oh, yeah. I wanna, I'd like to show them, yeah. screen them in a double bill. Yeah, definitely. Because um, they're both also California. Exactly, they're actresses. Yeah. They're really, they're, yeah, it was good. It was a really good film. I'm yeah. looking forward to see what she does next. I feel really bad that we're talking about it in a, in a <laughs> uh, segment on Lady Bird. So if you're a 15-year-old yeah. girl, go see Lady Bird. Yeah. If you're not, go see Always Shine. <laughs> Always Shine, mm-hmm. yes. It's yeah, fantastic. you won't regret it. It is so good. And so refreshing to see something like that. Um, what should we see next? I really oh, want I to know. see what? Unsane. Oh my god, yeah, you've been shall waiting we? for that for months. Okay, on that note, I think we should stop. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.